Chapter six of the Commentary by Voltaire on an Essay on Crimes and Punishments by Cesare Beccaria, translated by Edward Duncan in Graham. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Caroline. Chapter six of the indulgence of the Romans in matters of religion. Throughout Europe the conversation of enlightened men has often turned upon the surprising contrast existing between the roman laws and the barbarous institutions by which they were succeeded and obscured as the ruins of a splendid city are hidden by accumulating rubbish doubtless the roman senate felt as profound a veneration for the supreme being as we do and held the secondary immortal gods who were dependent upon their eternal ruler in as much consideration as we do the saints ab jove principium was the common form of invocation pliny in his panegyric on trajan begins by averring that the romans never omitted to invoke the deity when they entered upon business or at the commencement of their speeches footnote bene ac sapienta patres conscripti maiores instituerunt ut rerum agendarum ita dicendi initium applicationibus cepere etc End of footnote. Cicero and Livy confirm the assertion. No people were ever more religious, but they were also too wise and too magnanimous to condescend to punish idle language or philosophical opinions. They were incapable of inflicting a barbarous punishment on those who, with Cicero himself an augur, had no faith in auguries still less did they persecute those and among others julius caesar who made the assertion before the assembled senate who said that the gods do not punish men after death it has been often remarked that the senate permitted the chorus in the troads to utter the following sentiments before the audience in the public theatre at rome there is nothing to be looked for after death and death itself is nothing thou askest in what place the dead remain where they remained before they had existence if there ever was profanity surely this is it and from ennius to ausonius all is profanity notwithstanding the respect generally paid to public worship why were these things disregarded by the roman senate simply because they did not interfere with the government of the state and did no injury whatever to any institution or religious ceremony the police of the romans was excellent and notwithstanding what we have just related they continued to be absolute masters of the fairest portion of the world till the reign of theodosius the second the maxim of the senate was deorum offense dies curae 
that offences committed against the guards concerned the guards alone the senators themselves being at the head of religious affairs were under no apprehensions that they might be forced by a convocation of priests to administer to their vengeance under the pretext that the almighty was to be avenged they never said let us tear the impious to pieces lest we be deemed impious ourselves let us prove to the priesthood by our cruelty that we are no less religious than they yes but our religion is more holy than that of the romans impiety is therefore a much greater crime with us than with them granted god will punish it the duty of man is to punish the criminality of impiety when it assumes the shape of public disorder but if in committing the act of impiety not even a handkerchief has been stolen by the offender if he has not done the smallest injury to any one if the rights of religion have not been disturbed shall we punish i repeat the man committing such an act of impiety as we would a patricide the marshal d'ancre caused a white cock to be killed at the full of the moon does such an act of folly call upon us to burn alive the marshal d'ancre est modus in rebus sunt certi denique fines nec scrutia dignum horribili sectare flagello End of chapter six